As Dave Chappelle responds to his critics, one can't help but ask, has the need for activism exceeded common sense? We'll talk about that and more on this bonus episode of Indie Thinker. Hey, thanks for checking out the Indie Thinker channel. If you haven't yet, please make sure to subscribe and to like this video and then go one step further and share this video with friends. That will truly help us as we're just starting out and trying to create great videos and great content for you guys on a regular basis. Now, before we jump into our episode today, I want to make sure that I mention our friends over at the Kevin Blair team and Element Funding. Element Funding is your one-stop shop for all of your mortgage needs. If you're looking to refinance a home or to purchase a new home, or maybe you just even want to see if you have the purchasing power to, to buy a home, now is a great time to do that. Interest rates are going to go up just like the gas prices. Thank you, Joe Biden. So you need to act now. At least you can go onto kevinblairteam.com and you can look right now to see if you pre-qualify for a home. If you do that, make sure to let them know that you heard about them from IndieThinker. All right, for those of you who live under rocks, Dave Chappelle is the most famous comedian on the planet. He's genuinely funny and he has enjoyed a career that from the outside seems you know, pretty unblemished, which is rare in this, in this culture. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but it uh, doesn't matter because that was until now. He just released his last special, The Closer, and trans employees at Netflix took exception to some of his jokes and planned to walk out along with some demands that must be met before those people are agreeing to return to work. Now, I just got to hold up there for one second. Last I checked, we are experiencing an economic crisis and a shortage of people returning to work. So I'm just saying, Netflix, those people can go become professional sign holders while you quickly replace their jobs. There's people waiting for it. So Netflix seems pretty resolute not to give in to the petulant demands of these protesters, but we'll see. Sarandos, who is an executive there, already came out and gave one very strong statement and then has kind of lessened that statement as time has gone on. But Dave recently responded to the backlash, and here's a clip of that. It's been said in the press that I was invited to speak to the transgender employees at Netflix, and I refused. That is not true. If they had invited me, I would have accepted it, although I am confused about what we are speaking about. I said what I said, and boy, I heard what you said. My God, how could I not? You said you want a safe working environment at Netflix. Well, it seems like I'm the only one that can't go to the office anymore. Now, here's why I bring this story up. It seems that Dave has the same question about our world as I do, namely, what fantasy world are we living in? I find myself asking this more and more and more. I want to be really careful here. I am not suggesting that trans hate and trans violence does not exist. Of course it does. I'm trying to merely suggest that it is really, really, really hard to track. Every single article that I, that I read on this subject when looking into the issue, seemed to suggest that any person who was trans who was murdered was murdered because they were trans. That would be like saying every single white person that was murdered and every single black person was murdered was murdered because they were white and because they were black. Now, that may be the case, but not necessarily. So there is dangerously scanty evidence, to be honest with you, to support the most common refrain of the trans activist community, that trans people are an endangered species because of hate crimes. If you doubt me, I encourage you to look it up yourself, but when you do so, use a discerning eye when you do it. Because motive has to be present and it has to be proven for it to be a real true hate crime. 
the reality sure seems to be that more people in society are very deferential to the trans community and their pronoun usage than they are ready to physically attack them. So what am I suggesting? I'm simply suggesting that these protests only have one legitimate claim, that violence against the trans community, if created by this special, uh, is a problem. Now, if that's true, then you do you and you protest. But if it's not, I think we need to look at these protests from a different angle and ask some questions about it. So I'll buy that the protesters are offended and that they have a right to protest. But there is no real evidence that correlates violence to this special in any objective way. So you can state that, but just don't expect everybody else to take you seriously. But herein is the real problem. The media does take this stuff seriously. And there are still cavemen and cave women and cave whatever else you want to be that still listen to the media. Last I checked, we have a border crisis. According to the New York Times, we've already had close to 2 million interactions this year with illegal immigrants. Homeless people still exist, and we're probably watching the self-indulgent activists across the street at Netflix wondering if any of them might drop some food while self-righteously stripping signs from counter-protesters. <laughs> Now, maybe you know this, but, but I would be curious as to how many people don't. Leave it down below in the comment section if you didn't even know about this story. Did you know that 17 Canadian and American Christian missionaries were just kidnapped in Haiti while providing relief to the people there? I hope this kind of stuff doesn't sound out of touch because when I bring it up, people you know, have the tendency to say, well, can't we promote and stand up for what we believe in individually? And I say, yes, but I can't help but wonder how long a society can last when it misses real issues. Indulgence is the earmark of a doomed society that complains about the temperature on a sinking Titanic. Look, this is why rational people, especially Christians, must counteract this kind of stuff with love. A love that does not allow anecdotal arguments to pose as facts, though. I'm talking about things like, you Christians can't speak on the issue of gender because you don't agree with my reason to exist. Like, hold up, just because we disagree doesn't mean we can't weigh in on an issue. Some would say, you have no idea what I've been through. This, this, and this happened to me. Well, I understand that may be why you're protesting, but it is because we love people that we have to help them by suggesting that those wounds need to be dealt with, not Dave Chappelle. I seriously wonder about a society that makes their individual pain the system's fault. Pain is a part of the human experience, and maybe the system did it, but maybe it didn't. I don't doubt that for a second, but I'm also going to suggest that we should probably just turn the TV off when we're watching something that hurts our feelings. Right now, people are being forced to take a vaccine they don't want to or maybe even don't need because of a present administration. And yet all of our president can do is just look down his nose at people who need to feed their families. I have the freedom to kill you with my COVID. I happen to believe the real source of this pain comes from a crisis of meaning that we're experiencing in the West. I know if you've watched this channel before, you've heard me say it. The post-Christian West is experiencing birthing pains and, and it's not gonna be pretty if we keep on the path we're going. I've said it before, but I, I think we're seeing proof positive that the further our nation moves away from God, the more we experience a crisis of meaning. People are desperate to know they matter. We always have been. We were created to be nihilist. We were created on purpose for a purpose. And when we no longer find our purpose in God, people desperately search for meaning in mere activism.
so that they can feel alive. I think that's what's happening with this faux outrage on the Chappelle special. But we're doing it all over the place. Look at these stories and tell me we're not desperate for meaning. Kellogg's is being sued right now for $5 million because Pop-Tarts don't actually have enough strawberries in them. I mean, like, come on, man. You don't care about strawberries. You care about money and a feigned sense of victimhood so that you can draw attention to yourself. And how about this one? Matt Damon is obviously left, but not left enough because when he just recently admitted, or at least the last thing that he admitted to that people tried to cancel him for, when he admitted that uh, he just started realizing that you can't call gay people the F word, people came out of the woodwork to try to get him canceled. Listen, I know there are very few jobs in Hollywood, but you don't have to be jealous and try to get somebody fired to get their job. Now, this one's probably the, the craziest of them. Uh, recently, Hooters waitresses came out and objected to their new uniforms that they've been given because they were, quote, too revealing. Is there anyone at all confused about what Hooters is? Uh, people don't go there for the wings. It's like going to Bass Pro Shop and then complaining that it's too rednecky. It's harder than ever to take people seriously these days because people are looking for talking points, more so than the truth. And this is, I think, true about the Netflix scenario. The talking point has been protecting the trans community and creating a safe work environment, yet to date, there have been zero demands to actually pull the special down. So they must not think it too dangerous to the trans community. Instead, they ask for a disclaimer on the front of the film and ask for, you probably guessed it, money. Which should be proof that the protesters don't actually believe that this special is truly harmful to trans people. This is about a power differential. And what's potentially another word for power? I would say significance, meaning, or influence. In other words, we live in a world of people who are starving for purpose, that are grasping for anything to try to make them feel like their lives matter. I may be wrong about this, but it sounds so eerily familiar to the cutting phenomenon of the 90s. Just like people in the past cut themselves to feel alive, people gravitate to activism to feel like their lives matter, and any cause will do. So I am not saying I am unsympathetic to the pain of others, but what I am saying is that when that pain is imagined or even self-imposed, we do people no favors to pretend that it is real. I'm just going to tell you, when there is not a God, you have to create a devil too. And a guy telling harmless jokes will do when they can't find anything else. So is, hall, is, is protesting a hallmark of American democracy? 100%. Do we all have the right to lift our voice even if we're wrong? 100%. But we should also be careful about activism driven by ideology rather than facts. One critic reviewing Dave Chappelle's special accused him of a black mindset that places race above everything else. That's quite an indictment of another person's motive. Moreover, it misses the real issue. Race, sexuality, or any other thing should never be placed above facts. And no matter the talking point, we are talking about a joke. A joke at the end of the day. So I've got a prescription. Find meaning in something that transcends the present outrage and then speak as often as you can about that. If you love people, you tell them they matter, but not because of their intersectional identity or their grievance. They matter because they're children of God. Christians and all of us have to get better at doing this and quit being afraid of being called names. It is not love to help people chase ghosts. You have to tell them they don't exist and then lead them to something that does. And here's a reminder of how powerful you are when you actually do that. Most people love the Chappelle special. 
way more people are for it than against it. Only a very small minority of people don't like it. Look at this Rotten Tomatoes score. This is such an indication of what's going on culturally. Look at how many people actually like the special. The silent majority exists, and we need to start framing culture with our voice. But we got to speak up to do it. So if we ever find our voice, we can make a big difference. Big earthquakes start with small tremors, people. Well, that's my thoughts on it. I'd love to hear what you think. Leave your respectful comments below. Make sure to like, subscribe, and share with others. Thanks for watching. You can catch brand new episodes of Indie Thinker with Reed Uberman every Monday and weekly bonus episodes to keep you thinking throughout the week. But you have to subscribe and click the bell to be notified when new episodes drop. If you enjoy this content, make sure to like this video and share it with friends.